Good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Higher Country with Tag and Dana. Welcome in. Our questionnaire this morning for Cadillac three tickets. Dana, what are we playing today? Today's Tiger Daniels questionnaire is called U.S. Analogies. You will fill in the blanks with analogies with an American focus. Tiger, uh, tell us what an analogy is. You're a smart guy. Tell, tell, no, you tell me what it is. Go ahead, Tiger. I don't know, it's like a simile. I don't know what it is. No, a simile is a simile. An analogy is a comparison between two things for the purpose of explanation or clarification. Okay, let's do that. And uh, joining us on the phone today, Julie out in, where did you say you were? Uh, Claremore. Claremore. Um, worked for a septic tank company. I'd ask you about if uh, one of the septic tanks, if we could do a Tig and Daniel mural on the outside of it. Would you be willing to do that? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, but like you do a mural, doesn't it go in the ground? Nobody would see it. That is correct, Ty. It's art. It's okay. like Banksy. <laughs> I see. All right. Ty doesn't care for art, but I do. Uh, Julie, it's U.S. Analogies. I'm going to let Ty help you out with this one. And you'll see as the uh, contest goes along how it's played. Up first, Julie, A.L. is to Alabama as M.E. is to blank. In fact, we'll let Tyke help you with that one first. Tyke, A-L is to Alabama as M-E is to blank. What? So A-L's abbreviation for Alabama, basically. Right. Uh, M-E would be Maine. As M-E is to Maine. Correct. Okay, got it. Did you, did you see how the game's uh, played, Julie? Okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. All right. Here we go, Julie. This one's yours. Democrat is to donkey as Republican is to blank. Elephant. Elephant. There you go. Up next, Julie. Madison Avenue is to advertising as blank blank is to finance. Uh, Wall Street. Wall Street is correct. All right. This is a tough one here. Hair is to Samson as spinach is to blank. Popeye, maybe? Popeye, yes. You sound, <laughs> you sound so unsure, but look at it. You're killing it. <laughs> All right, how about this? Mellow Yellow is to Mountain Dew, as Mr. Pibb is to blank. Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper is correct. She's on fire. She really is. At first, she was off to a shaky start, <laughs> but now she feels that fire on the Tiger Daniel questionnaire. She's in the zone, baby. Uh, Lassie <laughs> is to Collie. As Snoopy is to blank. Um, beagle. He is a beagle. <laughs> well, you've got enough to win. Now I want to see how far you can go without getting any wrong in oh, rapid-fire questions. <laughs> Julie, Shatner is to Kirk as Nimoy is to blank. Oh, you got me. You got me. <laughs> Shatner is to Kirk as Nimoy is to blank. As we know, William Shatner played Captain Kirk. Leonard Nimoy played yeah. who? He's the one with the I ear. I have no clue. He's the ear guy, right? The fire's I, gone out, Ty. Yeah, that's good. It's Spock, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Spock. <laughs> oh, uh, well, she I did gotcha. a great job. I gotcha. You're going to Cadillac 3. Who are you going to take to the show? Uh, probably, uh, she's probably my boyfriend. <laughs> Now. It didn't sound like he had punched his ticket exactly with that show. She's like, yeah, probably. Well, she won't answer any question probably. like directly. She has to think and she panics about every answer.
But look at you go. I do. Why do you do that, Julie? <laughs> well, I, I gotta think it through. I gotta think it through. <laughs> I tell you, um, another chance tomorrow at six forty. So tell your friends they can oh. win. You are. You're ineligible, but only because you won. But everybody else can win tomorrow at 6.40 here on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Good morning, Daniel. Tyga, did you finish the Alec Murdaugh? No, Alex I saw Murdaugh, a couple uh, episodes. Um, you talking about the one on Netflix? There's one on Netflix. There's one on HBO. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I pointed out, I watched both of them. I'm, I'm too involved in all this now. And I, I told you yesterday, you look, you have some uh, tendencies, and you look, you remind me a lot of Alex Murdoch. The murderer? Murdoch, the alleged yeah. murderer? Yeah, you can't say he did it. Not looking too good for him, though. This case has captured the attention of the whole country. I mean, two documentaries, one on Netflix and one on HBO. Mm-hmm. Do people ever pull you aside and say, hey, man, you look a little bit like that Murdoch fellow? No, I've never heard that. I've heard um, Steve Buscemi. I've heard... Um, Ray Romano, mm-hmm. a good bit too, but never uh, the alleged murderer. No, yeah, no. Your new top uh, celebrity lookalike is Alex Murdoch. How come? Like he's a he's a bigger dude. He's got red hair. How does that or look yes. like me? Y'all just I look like something hair. about you guys that just you <laughs> sound the same when you talk. Okay, you look exactly the same. Is that a compliment? I mean, do you find him to be a good you look looking like a guy? huge celebrity right now. I guess oh, it, it thanks, is kind of man. a compliment. Do you not ever? You haven't gotten that at all. Not yet. Mm-mm. But, um, and I don't think I will, but thank you for the comment, I think. You're welcome. Yes. Tag Murdoch. It's 98.5 The Bull with Chris Lane. Big, big plans ought to be joining us at 740 for Ashton McBride. Well, good morning, Daniel. Tag, I've hit that uh, weird age. Uh, I guess, are we considered middle age now in our oh, 40s? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I looked oh, up no. the median age in the United States of America. Half the people are older than this. Half the people are younger than this, 38. So we're past that. Two middle-aged men. And I'll tell you one thing about a middle-aged man. Uh, there's nothing I enjoy seeing more than a bald eagle. Yeah? You're to the eagle age? I, I'm eagle age. Yeah. I mean, if I see a bald eagle, I'll stop and stare at it. I try to take a picture of it. I try to send it to other middle-aged yeah. men. I love those bald eagles. It's funny how, like, when you're a kid, like, it doesn't matter to you. I remember going, like, on a field trip to the zoo. They'd be like, kids, there's a bald eagle. I'm like, where's the snow cone check? Like, I don't care about this. And then suddenly you care a lot about it. I don't know what it is. And, and uh, other people are delighted. Other middle-aged men, I should say, are delighted that, in fact, if you took a picture of a bald eagle on your phone right now, it's pretty good. And you went to a bar or something, old tavern at, like, 2 o'clock mm-hmm. with the other older men, you're going to be the star of the show. You might not have to buy a drink ever again. Here's a question for you. It's, a, it's illegal to kill a bald eagle because that's the country's bird, right? And it was endangered, I think, or something like that, right? Right. You just can't kill it. Not allowed to kill it under any circumstance. You couldn't kill one and have it taxidermy. That's also illegal. Even if you found a dead one, taxidermists won't even look at it. They're like, do not bring it over here. It's highly illegal. Mm-hmm. Now, having known that, having known that it's so illegal, if you have a shizu, right? If that thing is in the backyard. I have a tiny, tiny dog. Right. And the, a bald eagle flies down and is hopping around your shizu and might take it away. Would you kill that bald eagle? Yeah. Without question. Yeah, if he's I mean, coming after like my a, dog, that's of course. That's a felony. But then you think there's got to be some wiggle room there. I mean, of course you don't like want to shoot a bald eagle. They're beautiful. They're majestic. They're sort of a symbol of freedom. But if it comes after my family, I'm going to have to shoot it. Sorry. All right. Well, if you did shoot it, 
Are you then going to call the game warden and, and let them know what you did? I would probably fess up, yes. It's, nah. like, it's like the NCAA in college football. If you turn yourself in, you get in less trouble than if they catch oh, you. Oh, no, 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 no. you got to go bury that thing out in, in the Wait, middle of the night. i gotta take it to, I got to take that secret to the grave? you got to somewhere out in the middle of nowhere, like out in gathering places. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, the middle of nowhere where 10,000 people are all Well, I wondered from uh, everybody this morning, Bald Eagle is about to get your dog and take it away. Are you going to shoot that thing even though it's highly illegal? And right. I, al- I also wonder if any game wardens are listening, if, if we could get some advice from somebody in the know. Somebody that works in fish and like, wildlife. Can you shoot a bald eagle if your family or pet is in imminent danger? Right. 918-879-9898. That's 918-879-9898. The beautiful bald eagle is about to take your little dog away. Are you going to take matters into your own hands? Or well, is that- first, I hope I'm a good shot because uh, I don't want to hit my dog. You'd shoot the dog 10 times out of 10. <laughs> never hit the eagle once. 918-879-9898. What would you do? It's the bull. So Daniel has a question this morning. We know you can't shoot a bald eagle. If you did shoot one and you try to call a taxidermist, say, hey, I got a bald eagle, they won't even talk to you. They say, don't bring it here. Hang up the phone. I will not touch a bald eagle. But what if that same bald eagle had gotten after your dog? You know, like was going to pick up your dog and take it to a tree and eat it. I think it's still highly illegal. Yeah, but I mean, in that case, I think it's reasonable. Don is with us. Hey, Don, good morning. You're from Okmulgee, right? Oh, Moggy, yes, sir. Well, good morning. So, what would you do in this situation? You know, it's endangered. You know, it's illegal. You could get, you can get in big trouble for shooting a bald eagle. But in this case, it's coming after your dog. What are you going to do? To protect my livestock or my animals, my family, we shoot it, shovel it, and shut up about it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like some kind of mob lingo. Um, shoot it, shove. What's she saying? Shoot it, shovel it, and shut up. Okay. Bury it. I suppose is what you mean. Um, Don, would you like to know the uh, Tyke has looked up the punishment if you get caught shooting a bald eagle? What do you think it is, Don? Just if you had to guess. Oh, I'm sure it's jail time, big fines. Yeah, they, I don't know. This is an actual real life story. It just happened in 2022. A guy saw a bald eagle on his land, shot it, and uh, he was busted. Uh, they had a you know a trial and all that. He got sentenced to one year of probation and a four thousand dollar fine. Well, you know, if I can take care of my kid's pet, that's more important than a $4,000 fine, I guess. I'm not for killing any animal, but I am for protecting what is mine. You know, I thought it would have been more than that, Tyke. I thought it would have been... That's what I thought. I mean, because it's such a big deal in our minds. Like, we know we can't touch a bald eagle. And I thought you would actually go to jail or something. They just made this guy wash police cars for a year. So we want to know from you guys, uh, 918-879-9898. Of course, I, I don't think anybody really wants to shoot a bald eagle. It's, uh, it's a symbol of this nation's freedom and all that. But, you know, give it a choice if it was to protect your dog. Or in her case, maybe some livestock and stuff. Uh, what are you going to do? 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. five. The Bull, today's High Country with Tig and Daniel. Hey, good morning. Uh, Welcome in. Tig, you've noticed that people around Tulsa now are starting to call you a dirty bird. It's kind of caught on. Mm-hmm. And uh, you yeah, like, don't, like, you don't like being called dirty bird. You mm. said, stop calling me dirty bird. It's starting to be caught on. I'm a grown man. I don't like being called this nickname. But you continue to do things that, in my opinion, are dirty or foul. No, I don't. You, you do. You that's why. Am- okay, he's that's mad. That's why the name Dirty he's- Bird is on you, and it's stuck with you. He's mad because 
he asked me if he should buy a house. And I said, yeah, I think that's a good area. I see that being popular for years to come. I don't see you losing. Then I heard the interest rates, and I said, I don't buy the house. And he got mad and said, I flip-flopped on him. You fl- you're flip-flopping, Dirty Bird. Not only that did you flip-flop, uh, when, you, when I was sought your counsel and I was asking you about should I buy the house, you didn't tell me that you had been in the beers. <laughs> had I that night? <laughs> yeah, you're all soused up, and then I, I didn't know it. Oh, I was like, man, yeah, I was all, I was in space, and I was like, oh, great. Now I've, uh, you know, and I'm closing on the house tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And in, in another house-related dirty bird deed that you do, uh, Rick Victoria was in here yesterday with Megan, and they come in here and they say, listen, we're going to uh, celebrate the fact that you closed on this new house. We're all going to get together Friday afternoon and go to a hunt club. Yeah, like a little bar. Said Ty, it was Tyg's idea. What? That's what they said. It was your idea to celebrate the house closing. We should go to Hunt Club just around the corner here from the radio station Wait, I, Friday afternoon. This is what I'm told from Rick Victoria and The Megan. two ladies that work here. Yes. Okay. Guess what? I leave to go out of town to my little nephew's birthday party this weekend on Friday morning. <laughs> so you're trying to have a big party oh, to celebrate party. my house closing when I'm out of town. Oh, that's brilliant. I didn't know I had done that. Yeah. I set up a party? All right. Well, I guess you're... Who knows what you're doing? Who knows what Dirty Bird gets into? Well, I hope... So you're trying to have a big party for me when I'm not even here. Well, I hope the party's fun. I'll I'll send pictures or something. I'll text you. Yeah, thanks a lot. Let you know, like, what's going on. Why would you plan a party for me when I'm out... When you know that I'm out of town? In fact, you're babysitting my dog while I'm gone. I am doing that. Hmm, let me think about this. Why would I plan a party that I would be okay if Daniel wasn't there? Hmm... I see you uh, like 19 hours a day, I feel like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what do I want to do a party with you for? You ought to go to the party at the uh, the, the the banking place that's doing my loan. They're going to have a big old party when, yeah, I, when, when I sign, sign that, that deal. That's 7.37, whatever, <laughs> interest rate. They're going to be popping champagne. They're going to be, like, I could see you signing the paperwork. They're going to be all professional and quiet and, yeah. and do this. And then as soon as that door closes... They're going to be like, what a moron. And then they're going to get out champagne and shake it. And it's going to hit the ceiling. They're <laughs> going to have to close the streets down. They're all going to run out, turn over cars. Yeah, there's going to be a riot. That would be so funny if you went to a house closing, and the second you signed the papers, everybody in there just like, ah! They're like, ah, look at you, <laughs> no, moron. No, cheered. Because once you sign, you're in. <laughs> we should start a, a title company, clo- you know, a closing place, and just have couples in there and let one of the people know, like, what's going to happen, the husband or the wife. Mm-hmm. And then the second you sign the paper, just all hell breaks loose, just cheering and right. music and all that. Yeah, because everything leading up to you signing is all about you. It's like, uh, we got you the best rate we could, and we, we took care. We actually got this fee reduced for you. And so you're feeling pretty good. You sign that paper, and then they turn on the disco ball, and they go crazy. <laughs> Air horn, silly string, <laughs> and all that. Sorry, it's so, uh, yeah, going to be two big parties Friday afternoon when I'm huh. not in town. All right. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Another party coming up, Daniel, is uh, Ashley McBride's going to be at River Spirit Casino Resort. We can even get your hotel and your dinner there at Fireside Grill with the Tiger Daniel Party Cup Pass. That's your chance coming up at 740. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. About 13 minutes away from Ashton McBride. Tickets on 98.5 The Bull with our bullfight. Hey, Daniel. What the heck is going on with all of our sinuses? Everybody here in the building seems to be congested. You've been coughing and sounding awful for uh, the last 20 years. I uh, <laughs> noticed that I wake up this morning and now I have nasally voice. It, it's way more nasally than usual. So what did you do? Did you go to the doctor? 
No, I don't think you are supposed to go to the doctor over sinuses, are you? Well, you can. You can get a Z-Pack in case it turns into, like, uh, something more serious, right? Well, they don't, I don't think they like that. No, they don't want you to take antibiotics unless you need them because mm -hmm. you'll develop a uh, immunity. Right. Well, what I love for sicknesses like that, have you, you've done teledoc, which is where you call a doctor, and yeah. so you don't ever have to go to the waiting room. You don't have to go in that room with that paper bed or whatever that is. Um, it's so useful for just kind of things that you're going through. Like, if you, you kind of start to learn your body. Like, I know when I have something worse than a sinus infection, then I'll go to the doctor. But when I just have a sinus infection, you can call these people, and it's $30 or $40 a call, which, you know, that sounds like a lot, but you think about the bill you get when you go to the actual doctor. You can play $100-some dollars, but you can just call these people, and you're like, look, I know I have a sinus infection. Here's my symptoms, and they'll call in a prescription for you. I think uh, with the teledoc, though, they don't... Our insurance covers it completely, doesn't it? Yeah, well, it depends on your insurance, but, I mean, if you just went on there right now to teledoc.com or something... Uh, they'll say, like, it's 40 bucks, and you just put in your credit card, which is better than going to the actual doctor in a way. Well, I mean, these are actual doctors. I'm just talking about going to the office. I think it's one of these kind of situations where if I have this big birthday party coming up, this is a once-in-a-year thing. I'll, I'll fly to Alabama on Friday. I wonder if I should just go ahead and call the teledoc and, like, look, I just want to get out ahead of this. Sometimes, you know, it depends. Some doctors will give, it, give you, like, steroids, mm -hmm. prednisone, whatever, and then some will not. Right. I mean, I've asked for that. You were the one who told me, like, just go get a steroid shot. Just do it. Just do it. Because uh, that'll make you feel better about this afternoon. And uh, they wouldn't give it to me. But some will. Some will pass well, it out. it depends on where you go. If you go to, like, the CVS Minute Clinic or something like that, they won't do it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. What should I do? What am I asking you for? You'll, you'll say one thing, and it'll be completely wrong. I should probably just uh, see what the doctor has to say. If it's, a, if it's completely covered by insurance anyway, because the last thing I want to do is be sick down there at the birthday party. Yes. Um, but yeah, you hear this, though, how nasally and... Uh, yeah, you sound disgusting. I mean, I'll you. be honest with thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it's it. Really... I don't feel bad, but mm -hmm. I got to do something here. Why do we always get sick right before we're supposed to go on a vacation? That happens, it happens to me every, every time. Every time I get sick before... Like, I'll take a vacation. I'll go see my mom sick the whole time. Do you think it's um, the weather change, or have you noticed? I haven't noticed pollen outside. Have you? No, I know that uh, that storm a few days ago kicked up a lot of dust. I don't know if that, because my car is yellow, and I don't live, you know, in a desert. So I, I think that some, I think Alan Crone even said, so that might be it, because, I mean, if I don't think there's anybody listening right now that doesn't know somebody who's sick. And I'd even heard, and you didn't, you doubted this, but I'd heard that the reason why people's sinuses and allergies are so terrible around this area is because there's so many lakes, man-made lakes around here that... Yeah, Daniel claims that pollen... I don't claim that. No, 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 he no. He says that the underground, the underwater trees are releasing pollen. That's what he tells I me. I heard that whenever they made all these man-made lakes, there was a lot of fo like foliage and things like that under the water, and mm -hmm. all that stuff starts to rot, and then... Yeah. It comes up out of the water. That's what I was told. You, I, what so do I know? Daniel claims pollen has come from dead trees nobody underwater. In the, nobody on this radio station said pollen. That's just you and your foolishness. I do, I do know something for sure, Daniel. We're about nine minutes away from Ashley McBride tickets if you'd like to do that with our bullfight this morning. Yeah, that way you can get sick right before Ashley McBride like everybody else. Next. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. The Bull Fight, we do it every day about 7.40. We start taking your calls, and here we are with uh, two contestants today from right here in the area. Good morning, Daniel. Who do we have? Good morning, Tig. We have Walker, the construction worker, calling again. He called a couple of days ago. He played the Bull Fight, but he was defeated. Uh, somebody's got to turn that radio way up. All right, guys, you guys, can you hear me now? Yes. 
Walker, you're still yep. there. All right, Walker, uh, how, yep. do you, how did you get through twice in a week? I don't know. It's just the luck of the draw. Well, I think a lot of people are always asking for strategies on how to get through, and I'm like, I don't know. But you seem to have figured it out. What cell phone carrier do you use? AT&T. I wonder if that has something to do with it, Ty. Are they getting quicker or something? I, I don't, don't know. know. Just like sometimes we get help somebody gets through twice. Uh, so Walker is here. Jamie also works at a, a Head Start. How are you this morning, Jamie? I'm good. What is your cell phone carrier? AT&T. You know what? I oh, wonder. That, that is odd. Got we got to start asking people. Maybe that's what it takes. Please turn down that radio. Uh, listen, guys, I've got some general knowledge questions for you. I'm going to uh, the best out of 10 wins on the 98.5 The Bull Fight. Are you ready? Yep. Walker, you're up first. What common food products, a product, do vampires dislike? What common food product do vampires dislike? Garlic. Garlic is correct. Jamie, fill in the blank. A spoonful of sugar helps the blank go down. Uh, it's Mary Poppins, right? That would be a uh, spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. Ah, yeah. Walker, what type of flag signals the end of an auto race? Checkered flag. Checkered flag is correct. Walker, two. Jamie, zero. Jamie, veins return blood to the heart. What vessels transport blood away from the heart? Veins return blood to the heart. What vessels transport transport blood away from the heart? Um, the cardiac. Card now would be a helper out tag. Tell me. You don't know either. Hey, I don't know. Arteries. Arteries. <laughs> I was thinking aorta, but that wasn't right. Okay, artery. Walker two. Jamie still zero. Walker. What does the Spanish word playa mean? You said playa? Playa, P-L-A-Y-A. If somebody said, let's go to the playa, what does that mean? To the park. That would be the beach. Let's go to the oh. beach. Jamie, what is the national animal of the United States? Eagle. It's bald eagle. We'll give you that one, Jamie. Walker two, Jamie one, two questions to go. Walker, what gave Samson his strength in the Bible? What gave Samson his strength in the Bible? His hair. His hair is correct. Jamie, what is the common term for halitosis? What is the common term for halitosis? Tosis. Uh, breath, bad breath. Bad breath is correct. All right, Walker three, Jamie two, one question to go. Walker, what type of animal brays? B-R-A-Y-S, what type of animal brays? I don't know. 
That would be the donkey. What does a braise mean? Bray, B-R-A-Y. What the does donkey that mean? That's the Whatever. noise they yeah. mean? Okay. It brays. All right. Jamie, here's your chance to tie it up. Who made Pinocchio? What was the puppeteer's name that made Pinocchio? He's the one that said, the, oh, my little Pinocchio, it's a boy. I can't remember his name. That would be Geppetto. And Geppetto. with that... Walker has defeated Jamie in the 98-5 The Bull fight. He has won tickets to see Ashley McBride at the Cove inside River, River Spirit Casino Resort on March 8th. Uh, Walker, you, you have defeated Jamie. You've gotten through earlier this week, so what you could do if you wanted was hold on to these tickets, or you could give them to Jamie for a night out. Jamie, why should he give you the tickets? Um, No, he deserves it. So Jamie doesn't even want Walker to consider it. She says, uh, Walker, you just take the tickets. Well, I appreciate that. Well, fair enough. Uh, uh, Jamie, thank you for playing. And Walker, have a great time at the show. You're now qualified to uh, win the Party Cove Pass as well. Tell them what that is, Doug. That's your chance to stay at the hotel for free at River Spirit and free dinner at Fireside Grill. I like how I didn't get nasty this morning. You know, she's just like, he deserves it. And, uh, you know, we kind of let the healing begin here at 98.5 The Bull. We're getting along. That's nice. Tomorrow at 740, another bullfight for your chance at Ashley McBride tickets. That also continues on Friday. It's Ty Gadeno on 98.5 The Bull. So many um, beautiful places around here, Daniel. Do you know how many parks, like I'm just talking to Tulsa now, how many parks Tulsa has according to the city website? How many they claim they have? I, I don't disbelieve this. I'm just like, it's stunning. How many parks do you think Tulsa has? Is it like 300? No, it's not quite that high. But, you know, I thought, you know, I see the parks everywhere, and I thought, you know, maybe 25, you know, 30 parks, 135 officially, wow. 135 parks here in Tulsa. And I don't know if you've been to La Fortune lately, which is, uh, you know, baseball fields and golf course and all that, but they're, they started on this new, first off, they had the biggest playground I've ever seen down there, and uh, which is good and bad because uh, it's a great place to go. But, however, you try to drive past that with your kid in the car, total disaster like because there's 100 kids out there and they're all climbing on having a blast and your kid i gotta be like no we gotta go home but uh, la fortune parks also got this thing where they're adding uh it's called nature works and they're trying to preserve and sort of honor the beauty of oklahoma and so now they're putting um families of bison there that are statues oh i thought you meant for a second real bison no. like, that is not gonna work out <laughs> no because <laughs> that would be awesome <laughs> well they just release bison on the golf course yeah that <laughs> oh, would be i wish funny. they would uh, but it's families. It's like it's going to be a bison, a bull, a cow, uh, all that kind of stuff. And it's these big, giant statues. That That's going to be a cool place to go. I just got to warn you, if it's any degree nice out, we all have the same idea. And, and it's one of two that I've noticed, at least close to me, is I go, hey, it's not freezing cold outside. I think we'll go to Gathering Place. And then you get over there, and it's like the World's Fair. And the same thing with La Fortune. You can go out to La Fortune and have a swing set by yourself so long as it's 29 degrees. As soon as it gets above 50, it's like a rave over there. I, and I hate that I'm like that. I'm like, I want to get out and enjoy the nice weather, but I wish all these people would go back right. inside. <laughs> but then 
if you're introspective, you're also part of the problem because you're also a person out there taking up the slides and the swings and stuff. It's, <laughs> but well, I, it, like, I like how you bring to the uh, table the hot new information everybody seems to be talking about, the new statues in town. Well, that's cool. It preserves sort of the beauty of Oklahoma, honors the bison and things, and uh, so we have that to look forward to. Just don't go out there if it's 70 degrees or above. You're never going to see the bison. There's going to be 1,000 people around them. <laughs> <laughs> like a big mosh pit. Yeah. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. Hey, Noah, would you like to hear some uh, wildly hilarious jokes uh, about the month of March that we're in now? Would I you... suppose. Well, if you don't want me to, I'll... I'll if they're, are they good? Yeah, they are hilarious, dude. I mean, these are gut busters. I hope you're pulled over, actually. You ready for one? Sure. What crime fighter likes March the most? What crime fighter likes March the most? Who? Robin. That's bad. That's not a good one. What type of bow can't be tied in March? What type of bow can't be tied in March? Mm -hmm. A rainbow. Hilarious. That's that one gotta, more or should I just let it should we just move on? Uh give me one more and then I don't ever want to hear another one ever again. <laughs> Get it out of my system. Yes, please. What falls during March but never gets hurt? What falls during March but never gets hurt? What? Can you try to guess? Leaves. I don't know. Nobody wants to hear the guess. It's just rain. Do okay, rain. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> No, we're gonna have a good day of Mar first day of March. Didn't well we? said. Yeah. Just as good as those jokes. Um, what does they say? March comes in like a lion Something. and out like a lamb. Know. I don't know what it is. Well, this was is the it main even thing. March I, this or was April. The, this was the main thing I was taught in elementary school. Like they didn't teach us anything else about any anything except March comes in like a lion, out like a lamb. Does that mean storms are the beginning and storms then storms in the beginning? The and then, yes. All right, no storms today. About sixty-three and cloudy. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Welcome into Off the Wall. We go to a company's Facebook page, and uh, this time very local. It's Reesers, uh, which we see everywhere around here. And people get on their Facebook wall, and they, they give them compliments, or they complain about something, I'm sure. Uh, this this first one at Reesers, um, a lady has purchased a king cake. This is the Mardi Gras cake with the baby in it? Yeah. Okay. And she's uh, put pictures up. Her like She's retrieved the baby from the cake. And she's holding it, and she doesn't realize that. <laughs> and she just posts pictures of, the, of her holding the cake, the baby, the little tiny plastic baby covered in frost. And she goes, Reesers, what the hell is this? She had zero <laughs> clue that it was intended to have a no, baby That's a in tradition it. in king cakes for Mardi Gras. There's always a little baby in it. She thought that it was just an she accident. Thought it was, yeah, something fell into it in the factory. <laughs> I love it. Uh, another lady named Kristen says, I cannot express in enough words how wonderful I feel after leaving Reesers at 15th and Lewis in Tulsa. I work super early in the morning, and very often I'm greeted by Sierra and her smiling face. She's very professional and always holds great conversation. She's hardworking and dedicated, so on today, I salute her. It's not often that people get on to do anything except complain. You're all fired up and stuff, but to get on and give a compliment, that's pretty good. Research. That's high marks. Uh, Tracy says, ugh, research. Your new, new self-checkout experience is so frustrating. Truly awful. How disappointing. If I'm expected to football spike every item into the bagging area for it to register, including 12 packs of soda. I have this problem sometimes, too. I will uh, scan it, put it into the bag, and they say, uh, remove it from the bagging area. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what to do. It is, because sometimes it won't even show that you put anything on it, especially if it's real light. Yeah. Like, how am I supposed to continue? 
Uh, Shauna is not very happy with Reesers. In fact, she sounds like a real cup of sunshine. Shauna says, hey, Reesers, I don't work for you. I'm sick of your higher prices, empty shelves, lying employees, and bagging my own groceries now. Tell me why I should keep shopping there. Here's the situation. I've been out of cornstarch for a month. Every time Hubs goes to the store, we have looks for it. Top shelf of the baking aisle, Bears Birch at Yule. Saturday, I asked a gentleman, why are you constantly out of cornstarch? He said, we're not. They stock it and it sells out. Craziest thing. I don't know what people are doing with it. I said, every day? One of us has been to your store four to five times a week for a month and looked for it every single time. He continues the charade. Yep. They stock it all the time. What is the? Uh, what do you use cornstarch for? Good question. Have to ask. Uh, well, apparently it's very Shana. popular. She's like these people are lying. They're doing charades. She thinks it's a big conspiracy. I think yeah. The corporate boardroom of Reesers are like, how can we mess with this lady? And that's a lady named Chantal also thinks that Reesers is up to some funny business. Uh -oh. She goes, your Jinx locations need to learn. Uh, needs to learn to not call Redline every time I walk in the store. It's not the first time it happened in Sepulpa too. What's Redline? Well, she thinks it's when she walks in, they're saying red line. Like, she thinks that they're announcing a thief has walked in. Oh. A lady named Kristen uh, corrects her under the comments and goes, no, 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 no. That's just what they say when they have to page a person over the loudspeaker to talk to them when they can't see them, like a manager. There's four lines for in-store person-to-person talking. Red is the first color. There's also green, orange, and yellow. Oh, uh, so she thinks when she walks in, they say red line that... Keep an eye on this lady. She might be a shoplifter, but right. really they're just trying to call somebody in the produce? She's like, yeah, paranoid about it. Okay. Sandy says, just wanted to let you know the positive experiences I have, I've been having at the 41st location. The past few weeks, I've been using the pickup service. My orders are always right. The store contacts me if substitutions need to be made, and the people are very nice. Much better service than Instacart. Good job. No, oh, I like that uh, pickup. We do that. And, and sometimes, like, let's say you order a pack of four paper towels and they don't have it they'll they'll sometimes just give you six if they got that so sometimes you actually come out ahead and finally caroline says reasons to shop at reesers as i was preparing to try several uh, to carry several bags of groceries to my car in a mad dash through the pouring rain a kind young gentleman asked me if i'd like to pull around under the pickup awning and he would load my car for me wow i gladly accepted so, again, when people take the time out of their day to write you a compliment, you're doing a good job. Yeah, I'd say research has fared really good. I mean, except for the cornstarch lady. They're doing pretty good over there, right? I don't believe I'd like to be called a liar on Facebook. No, no, like no, no, no. You can't call somebody a liar. Say what I was saying was a charade. I'd be real mad about that. Uh, coming up, Tulsa's um, come up with kind of a different way to help the homeless around here. We all know that's a big problem, and that's on the way we did to see on 98.5 The Bull. <laughs> 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Dano. Hey, welcome in to Did You See, where we take a look at what the heck's going on around the world. And right here in Tulsa, uh, we obviously know we have a homeless problem. Earlier, Daniel had looked it up, about 1,100-ish homeless folks. That's a lot of people to house and try to figure out how to deal with and when it's cold. And um, But a lot of people would say, and I'm not saying right or wrong, but a lot of people say don't you don't want to hand it directly to folks. Um, that there's organizations you could easily put that $5 to that can really make the money go further than just handing it to one individual. And now Tulsa, you'll see these big metal signs they're putting around that uh, kind of like the way you park in Tulsa, actually, where you text a number or whatever and they charge your... So now you can donate to the homeless through a text number that they have posted around the city. And the idea is it goes to the organizations 
they're the ones feeding them and providing food and shelter for them instead of just an individual sitting on the ground at the gas station. You know as well as I do, Tig, though, that the second they put those signs up and then leave, they're going to be ripped down. You don't think the folks will like, homeless folks won't like that? No, if I were out panhandling and somebody came up and put a sign up right beside me that said, hey, uh, don't give this guy any money, I would immediately rip it down. <laughs> well, yeah. There's two schools of thought on this. Um, <laughs> about donating does it do somebody good to hand them the five dollar bill right then and there some people look at that as no because it'll only add to whatever problems they might be having already i kind of look at it sometimes as well if i give them five dollars maybe they're not going to go steal something out of somebody's yard oh so you're like a superhero in your mind no you're not protecting that. the city oh i see i'm saying there's two ways to look at it yeah, I'm sure that's not going to solve their problem in the long term, but in the short term, it might stop them from going and getting somebody's lawnmower. Somebody in my neighborhood, they wrote this eloquent, long letter. I mean, they spent some time on this letter, and uh, and they didn't mail it. This person also must have walked miles to drop these in our mailboxes, and it was a letter that said, stop handing these folks your money because it just incentivizes them. Oh, well, it seems like every time I go to this quick trip, I have a good day financially. I think I'll just keep hanging out here. And uh, But if you remove that incentive and give the money to the organizations that could still help that same individual, some people think that's the way to go. But the city obviously thinks that's the way to go is they're putting up signs encouraging us not to hand money but to donate money to the organizations. I can sum up the problem in one sentence. I, the homeless problem needs to be addressed and solved maybe with housing but not in my neighborhood. And that's probably how everybody feels. I think we all – if you ever break down on the side of the road, people in Oklahoma will stop within two minutes. Everybody wants to help everybody. I had a dead battery once. Right. And I mean, three people came by. And I'm not, that's not, like three people actually came by. I was like, dude, you need some help. Uh, great, great folks here. But uh, we're all sensitive to it. But the answer is like, I go to the city council meeting sometimes. And uh, like one guy got up and said, you know, maybe we should just have an area where we can say, okay, guys, you can put your tents here. And then they'll be kind of safer there because, you know, they'll be watched. Um, but then the guy says, but I don't want it near my neighborhood. You know, everybody right, wants right. that, but you don't want it in your backyard. So that's why it's such a tough, tough yeah. problem. In fact, they had a big, uh, like, meeting about it last night. Everybody got together. Mm-hmm. It was a big old deal. Uh, did you see this? That, uh, man, in Australia, the couple's not getting along too well. That's a uh, boyfriend and girlfriend got in a fight over some French fries. They call them chips in Australia. And the woman tries to run the guy over. Now, here's the guy talking about it, but I'd like to get the lady's side of the story, too. Here's what he had to say. I asked for a chip out of a uh, half chicken and chips salad pack she had. I thought she was finished. Yeah, I, I shouldn't have asked for the chip. Yeah, she came straight at me. I just jumped straight over into it. Well, it wasn't much of a jump, but, yeah, straight over into a bit of a lane there, and she just impaled the Subaru. I'm not Dr. Phil, but it sounds like they got problems. Yeah. Now, the accused, Charlotte, she claimed it was an accident. Hmm. So he got a fry, or a chip as they call it, and she decided to run him over. That's according to him. I mean, who knows? You, you well, know, why is he ratting out sides. his girlfriend, by the way? Well, if somebody uh, tries to run me over the car, I'm going to tell on him, too. <laughs> I ain't oh, no so rat, but I will rat. immediately. I'll call her mom. Let's <laughs> see what your girl did. Um, did you see this? Ozzy Osbourne. Boy, you're in bad shape if people uh, interview and ask you, are you dying? Mm-hmm. And you said uh, that you saw him back in the day when he had that reality show well, on MTV. Yeah, he was on with his family and all that, and you couldn't really understand what he was saying. And I thought back then, I said, oh, any day with this guy. 20 years later, still kicking. We're like, this, like, this guy ain't going to make it. Uh, here he is now saying the media exaggerated his tour cancellation announcement. And here's what he had to say about touring and his current health. 
I mean, I, I looked in a magazine that Ozzy's on his last dogs. I'm not dying. Come on, guys. Haven't I had it bad enough already? The, the doctor said to me today, oh, you can tour. It would take another six months to get it together, you know. Still in constant pain. I, I, I stood, did the best I can to stand away from the pain medication, but there are times when I go, I've got to take something. That's kind of sad, man, because uh, if he's in pain, but he's trying to stay off those meds because he knows he's vulnerable to addiction. But it sounds like he's trying. He says, look, I'm trying not to do all that. But he's had a hard life. I mean, a good life in the sense, you know, his career and stuff, but I think well, he, he did a lot of things. he lived the life of a rock star. Yes, he did. And I often, I'm always like, won't go get a Sunday at Brahms because I'm nervous about that. And then you think about somebody like Ozzy right. or Keith Richards, all these rockers that, boy, just did everything under the sun. And I'm a, I'm nervous to go get a Sunday. That's right. I'm a man's man. <laughs> I better not eat a Sunday. Wait, Ozzy did drugs for 90 years straight. He's fine. Right. <laughs> Tell us about that uh, bridge over by your house that they found oh, a big old like crack This in. dude took a picture of this bridge. That uh, it's the BA is what it is. And, you know, at, at points it's on the ground and at points it's bridges and stuff. And uh, it crosses over 21st Street in Midtown. And a guy, he's an engineer and like a hairdresser must look at people's hair all day and go, you know, kind of judge us. He's a construction guy, like an engineer. And so he, you know, just by nature will look at a bridge when he goes under it. And he looks up and there's cracks all through this bridge. And he puts it on Facebook uh, yesterday or the day before here in Tulsa. And it went viral, like 4,000 shares because the cracks in the bridge. And you're like, geez, that bridge could fall. It would kill everybody underneath it. The people driving on the bridge would get... And, uh, but ODOT, man, they got out there quick because once you get into the public spotlight like that, they have to respond quickly. Well, somebody else had also climbed up there and put like duct tape, yeah, like some a big junkster. X of duct tape. In fact, if you have a big pothole in your yard, and I've seen this in different cities, that if you go out there and if you do something that calls attention to it, the city seems to get to it a lot faster. I think yeah. there was one city that had a big old pothole, and somebody went out there and spray-painted a bunch of ding-dongs around it. And so then the city was like, oh, we can't have this, and, like, covered it up really quickly. <laughs> so if we put something obscene on our pothole, they'll have to come out and deal with it. Basically, yeah. All right. Good strategy. It's 820. No, it's 830 at 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, guys. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Well, good morning, um, Pretty good day for us. Mid-60s, a little cloudy. Hey, Daniel, how are you? Uh, great. The Oklahoma Center for Poison seeing a really large increase in calls about kids uh, accidentally consuming marijuana. Oh, uh, that's for okay. an example, in 2018, they had about 13 exposures between the ages of zero and five years old. Fast forward to 2022, 269 cases. Mm. That's almost like a 2,000% mm. increase. The reason why? A lot of these uh, edibles they have now are looking like treats. Candy. Like, like a lollipop or a Rice Krispies treat or a brownie. I'm not going to throw you under the bus here. I just want to know if you have this data. Do dogs, are they having trouble with that? Or do you see anything like that? Dogs getting into it? I don't think they, I haven't, I haven't seen anything um, on this, but I do know my cousin down in Alabama had a dog that got into some, some, some brownies <laughs> and Poor ate dog. them and ran away for two weeks. Oh, no. It's not funny, but it's that not poor like dog is dog in hell. You went know? on a uh, yeah, yeah. That well, you know, the journey or whatever. The the vote to legalize marijuana in Oklahoma is coming up next Tuesday. Um, so just under a week from today, and a lot of the people who are against it, this is legalizing marijuana. You don't have to have a card anymore. You can just walk in as a person and just go get some. And a lot of people that are against it say, yeah, it's these kids that are you know getting into it by accident. 
And then the, on the other hand, the other side is like, well, it's not that common and it actually helps a lot of people, this stuff. And you're going to make a lot of money because all they're going to do is 15% just goes to the state. The state doesn't have to do a whole lot. They just take the money in. So we'll see. I still can't find a poll. And I've been looking because you know how when like there's a presidential election or gubernatorial, you kind of see like Stitt's here and Joy is here on this thing. I can't find if people are likely to pass this or if it's going to get killed easily. I don't know what's going to happen, but next Tuesday is when we head out to the polls to vote. And you can only vote once. It's not American Idol where you can call as many times as you want. You get one vote, and we'll see how it goes next Tuesday. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel.